No is a powerful word and a complete sentence. We all know that. We also know if you say yes to something, you say no to something else. Have you ever thought of when we say no and why we don't say no? If you have been socialized as a female, most likely saying no to someone or something is not easy. We wish we never had to say it. We don't want to upset our parents, our children, our bosses, our customers, our neighbors, and our pets. We don't want to upset anyone, except for ourselves. Let's talk about it. We are social creatures, and being a part of the group is essential to our survival, at least from the primitive brain's perspective. We don't want to upset anyone, so we won't be excluded from our group and can stay next to the fire in our cozy cave, away from the tigers. That's the primitive part. Then there is a social layer to it, what we were taught to do. In a patriarchal societies, which includes English-speaking world, women are expected to serve and comply, and pretty much never say no, to give and not to get. Isn't it ironic that in English language, the person who is in charge of care is called caregiver, not something that would mean care coordinator or care manager? Because we are conditioned to believe that we are good and worthy people when we say yes anytime someone asks for anything. We are glorified as selfless martyrs sacrificing our lives for someone else. Volunteering at a cookie dog fundraiser at your child's school? Yes. Working extra hours or doing a job of three people while being paid for one? Yes. Let me show them how devoted I am so my boss can rely on me. Don't ask me how I know that. Being my parents' servant because they don't want to hire outside help even though they can afford it? Yes, because I can't disobey my parents' wishes. Blocking out my eight hours to sleep every night and not letting anyone or anything keep me from my sleep? No, I can't do that. I need to do the dishes and laundry, pay bills, and find a dog sitter for my neighbors because they are going on a vacation next week. Does it sound familiar? We are very good at saying no to ourselves, but not to the people around us. The worst part is that we say no to ourselves first. I caught myself up on this one night many years ago. My son was still a baby, and I was active in mom support groups at the time because there were no caregiving support groups. And technically, my own mom was already my child. Those mom support groups were my windows into the world where grandparents were visiting their grandchildren and letting parents have some time off to rest from the challenges of being a parent. I didn't have any of that. And it was like a fairy tale for me because I cannot leave my own parent as unsupervised for more than a couple of hours. It was nice to dream about being a princess in that fairy tale, even though I knew it was not going to happen in my life. Anyway, there was this mom in one of those groups 
who wanted to replace carpeted flooring in her house with wood. And she asked for advice on which hardwood floors, or specifically the glues in the hardwood floors, were less toxic because she couldn't understand it from the technical descriptions of the products itself. Just for the record, I am not a hardwood floor specialist at all, and I don't know anything about the glues in hardwood floors. And instead of saying, good luck at finding the best option that would satisfy your requirements, I downloaded some technical documents about different flooring options and studied them to find the answer to her question. And I started doing it at 2 a.m. I was taking care of two babies at the time, my baby baby and my terminally ill mother who was rapidly losing her cognitive abilities baby. I was surviving on four hours of sleep a night, constantly exhausted and avoiding looking in the mirror because I didn't want to see how I looked. I desperately needed rest. And at the time when I could rest, I was solving someone else's problem. How noble of me. How selfless and helpful. The only problem was that nobody was going to solve my problems. Nobody was taking on my responsibilities so I would be able to sleep longer or take naps during the day. I was saying yes to the requests from everyone around and by doing that, I was saying no to myself. By saying no to myself, I was also saying no to being the mother of my child I wanted to be. And this is the question any caregiver must ask themselves when they are committing to a certain level of care they provide. What am I saying no to? Especially when the only obstacles to hiring help is the parents' objections. I'm talking about the cases when the family can afford to hire help, but don't do it because the elders don't want to have strangers in the house or something like that. Or because someone starts blaming the adult children for, quote-unquote, outsourcing the sacred privilege of changing your parents' diapers. This is what I was told. So if we agree to such demands, what are we saying no to? Here are three steps that help you decide what you say no to. First, know what you already have on your plate. I said it in the previous episode and I will repeat it again and again until the cows come home. All your activities personal, family, business, community, everything has to be on your calendar so that you can see all your commitments. If you keep it in your mind, because you have a good memory, you might not be aware of all the agreements you have already made with yourself and with others when you add something else and think that you can do it. Second, Know what's important for you and what your non-negotiables are. If you have that, you can always check in with yourself why you are agreeing to something. 
Is it something that you want to do because it aligns with your values? Or is it something that you are agreeing to because you don't want to say no and possibly upset someone? And third, have a plan for when things don't go according to a plan. Life happens. Emergencies happen. Do you know how you're going to handle the surprises? Do you have time and space reserved for that? You can't plan your days so tightly that if something goes wrong, everything crashes. You have to have room for that. And how about deciding what you're going to say no to ahead of time and sticking to it as your guidance when you need to prioritize your tasks? For example, saying no to being sleep-deprived, saying no to isolating myself from important people in my life, saying no to being manipulated to make decisions I don't want to make, saying no to giving my time to the opinions of people who are not interested in helping me, but are quick to criticize me, and saying no to feeling guilty for putting my oxygen mask first. What would you add to this saying no list? Send me an email or a message on any of the social media channels you can find me and let me know what is your saying no list. I would like to put together a big list of ideas that would be helpful for many caregivers at different stages of their caregiving journeys. So, if you share your saying no list with me, you will help someone else. Thank you for being with me. I am Master Coach Irina Ishenko, and I will talk to you next week.